I want to start this off by saying I don't understand. Like, I understand, but I also, I guess, don't understand what the fuck cookies do on a computer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's like a, it's like websites store your information, right? Is that what cookies are? More or less. So basically, like, it keeps track of that information so that way when you go to another website, it will kind of see, like, okay, this person went from here to here. And, like, it's kind of what essentially helps it keep track of, like, what you're doing. Wait, so cookies are on the web browser side of things, or they're on, like, the actual website? They're on, they're, like, stored on your computer. Like, there's a file, or there's a folder where the cookies are stored. So what is the purpose of it? It's just to, like, if you log in somewhere, like, it just saves that you log in there, and, like, that's mm-hmm. that's what it is? Yeah. Interesting. Do, do websites also keep cookies of yours? I mean, I mean, I don't know what happens on, like, the other end of things. I'm just yeah. telling you on the computer end of things. It's, that's what it does? Yeah. So... The reason I'm bringing this up is because today, earlier in the day, I was doing some work. I was, you know, going through my PAX emails and, like, responding to things and, like, setting up appointments, all this stuff, whatever. But today, when I went to go into my my email account on Gmail, I've never had issues with Gmail ever. Mm-hmm. It kept, like, kicking me out and giving me an error code. And when I looked at the error code, it was like, oh, try clearing your cookies. And I'm like, I have never... Really ever, like I may have done this in the past, like very frequently, uh, infrequently. Like, do you clear your cookies a lot? Is that a thing you're supposed to do? Clear your cache? Um, your I cache? clear my cache every, I'm trying to think about, because like I'm not on my computer as often as I used to be. When I was on my computer, like fairly often, I think I would make an effort of clearing, I was at least clearing the cache just because like it was taking up space on my hard drive. Are you supposed to do that? It's like a thing you're supposed to do or no? I mean, I guess it's recommended, but it's not like you have huh. to do it. Like I said, I was doing it largely because it was taking up like a considerable amount of space on my hard drive. And I just wanted the space back. Okay. Have you ever been in the scenario where like something was not working because of your your cookies or cache? Um. Yeah. In, in this sense, is it cache or cache? I believe it's cache. Okay. Yeah. I, I just I want to say the right word. Uh. Yes. But I'm trying to think about, like, a situation that wasn't work. But I feel like it's probably happened at home, too. But I know at yeah. work specifically, like, there will be issues. Like, I feel like that's not a thing I've ever really run into. But f- for some reason, it was, like, affecting my Gmail. And I was so confused. It, it basically just kept telling me, your email's redirecting too much. Mm-hmm. So try clearing your, your cookies. And I'm like, I, what? My email's, like, always open on my computer. I have never have issues. Maybe that's what I'm doing. I don't know. Regardless. It, like, I, I fucking cleared my cookies and it still wouldn't fu- I, I had to fuck around with it for a while eventually i had to clear like a long gap of time and not just because it gives you the, at least in chrome it gives you the option yeah. to like mm-hmm. do 24 hours or do yeah. a month or do whatever do all time and i was like I don't, i'm nervous to hit all like everything because i don't yeah. know exactly what is stored there like i don't want to I, um, I don't know it, so you're doing it in chrome right this is what yes um i it, i it was safari marks yeah, like yes. Gonna get rid yeah. Of. So like I was Safari forever yeah. for a long time, but I switched to Chrome probably like a year ago and yeah. I haven't gone back to Safari. If I was ever doing something like that, I would probably do it for all time, but I would only do it for like my cookies, my cash, and uh, I feel like there's something else there that I would I like 
would not be upset to part with something that's not important i'll, I'll pull it up after so you can see if i should clear out more of it or something yeah, but mean, like I, i'm not worried like i guess i'm not super worried about losing passwords because i have those stored elsewhere mm -hmm. like so and like in like a keychain yeah that's like password protected mm -hmm. so like on all of my devices that i use for certain things I have access to everything, yeah. and it's usually locked. Like on my phone, it's locked behind my face, mm -hmm. um, so you can't use it unless you have my face yeah. or if you input my password to my phone. Yeah. Um, where same thing on my computer, on my laptop, I have a fingerprint, so like it's mm -hmm. locked to my fingerprint. Um, anyways, so like I I'm, I wouldn't be worried about like having to re-enter passwords on websites and stuff because I already have all that saved even if i didn't know what every password was i like keeping my history just because occasionally there'll be a website that i wouldn't remember offhand but like see if i start typing it in the url bar then it will show up i'm like all right that's what i want yeah and that's pretty much like i i was nervous to like get rid of all my history too because it's like on my laptop it's pretty much just like for the like 90 percent of it past the controller related so it's like sometimes i don't want to lose like things I was doing or like articles I was like whatever like I, I don't want to lose certain things that I was researching or looking up or whatever um I don't know it's weird cookies are, I I I almost did a deep dive on cookies earlier because I was like I mean I don't really know what cookies are I just kind of like kind of knew mm -hmm. um well now you still don't know but I still don't know but I guess that makes sense then. That's why I need it. Yeah. I, I, actually, it doesn't make sense. I don't know why my email would be I, blocking me I mean, out I, for that reason. I couldn't tell you why. It's just one of those things where it typically wouldn't hurt to do because something might get hung up there. Okay. Well, that is definitely what happened. So I guess, I guess the moral of the story is, kids, clear your cookies and cash. Yeah. Again, every once in a while. All right. Mike, you don't have you don't have to. Mike Mike is your for this all intensive person. He's your IT guy. So he said, "Do it. If I can do it, clean your shit. Don't leave a mess. Don't leave any. I guess why aren't they called breadcrumbs? Why are they called cookies? Look, man, I didn't read the book. I don't know why they okay. call these things. Right. They call it a software bug because one time a moth got stuck in a computer. I don't know if that's an urban legend or not, but that's what I heard. That's kind of amazing." We should look that up after, because now I'm actually curious. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Past Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Overwatch too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week on every podcast service imaginable. If we're not somewhere, let us know, and we'll get it on there. But we're on all the major ones, so anywhere you listen to podcasts, we should be there. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Friday evening is the anime senpai himself. Mr. Michael Lazier. Mike, how you doing tonight? Mm. How's that uh, vanilla roll? Good. All week, Jen has been like, so I guess backstory for the listeners. Uh, this past weekend, uh, I've been, if you've been listening, I've been eating clean all year and working out every day. So I'm like eating like no processed foods, not really anything bad, just like eating well. By the way, as of today, I'm down 27 pounds, which is mm. kind of fucking crazy. Um, I bought new jeans. So you mentioned. Um, I feel good. I feel I feel good about myself. Uh, Pax, I feel like is gonna. I'm gonna gain weight, so I'm like prepping my body to not do that. Um, but we went to we went to Chinatown in Massachusetts, Boston. We went to Chinatown and we went to this place called Double Chin, which is like ridiculous. Like the menu. If you feel like venturing away from Pax this week, Mike, and you want to go to Chinatown, which is not that far from Pax, like I feel like you'd like this place. It's got some fucking interesting things. Um, 
anyways, we went there, and when we were leaving, like, it was, it was, you know, not a health, super healthy meal. It wasn't, like, super bad, but it wasn't super great. Uh, it was, like, a middle-of-the-road meal, um, and I don't really give myself those. So, like, having one meal like that is not terrible. Um, actually, I, I think most of the stuff I read is you should be eating, like, 80-20, like, 80 good and, like, 20 bad if you're trying to, like, be healthy. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much eating, like, 95 good. Well, on a weekly basis, I'm eating almost 100 good because I've, in this almost two months now, I've only really had two, like, not healthy meals, and it was for your birthday mm-hmm. in this past weekend. So whatever the percentage of that would be, it's probably, you know, 99 or 98% healthy. Anyways, irrelevant. We went there, and when we were leaving, it was connected to a bakery because they also had, like, fun fun desserts and stuff. And uh, we picked up Mike a vanilla roll, and it's been in the fridge since Sunday or whatever, Saturday, whatever day we went. And every fucking day, Jen has been like, can you go give this to Mike? Because I don't want to eat it. I keep looking at it every time I open the fridge, and I want to eat it. And go give it to Mike. And I was like, I don't know, it was just funny. I guess that wasn't that funny of a story. Yeah. But anyways, how was it? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it was good. It's pretty, yeah, it was pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. I also had one. So, like, I, 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 like, let myself. I was like, if Mike's going to have one of these, I want to also try one of these. That's fair. Uh, it was delicious. I enjoyed it. Uh, we got some other things, too, like a coconut something and whatever. Nice but coconut I, I gun can fire in spurts. Uh, but anyways, like, before we get into some of the other topics tonight, a few housekeeping things. Mm-hmm. We have two, well, we have one past the controller PAX East panel, and then I will also be on a second panel at PAX East. So PAX is next week. If you're listening to this, the weekend that it airs, it's the end of this month. If you're going to be at PAX on Thursday, the 27th, at 7.30 in the Arachnid Theater, you can come hang out with myself, Dom, Todd from Past the Controller, and then Lily Zaldivar from Viz Media, Grayson Morales from Twinfinite, and Cameron Hawkins from Dual Shockers, and you can listen to us talk about the top 10 video games we'd like to see as movies, and for a portion of that panel, we're also going to be letting the audience pitch their movies to us, and if you want to get on that list and try to dethrone some of our picks, feel free to come up and make your case. Uh, it's going to be a great panel, it's going to be a good time, it's a great cast, it's a great panel, I'm very excited for everyone that's involved, uh, it should be a great time, so if you're around on Thursday night, the 27th at 7.30, head on over to the Arachnid Theater, and come Hang out with us. Talk about video games. Talk about movies. Be a good time. Be a, it'd be a, hopefully a funny panel. That's that's the goal. A fun time. That's what we're trying to do here. And then on Sunday, March first at two p.m., you can come to the Albatross Theater and see the celebrating the thirty celebrating thirty five years of Tetris. I will be a panelist on that panel. It's going to be a great time. If you aren't at PAX or on Sunday or you can't come to the panel, that panel will also be streamed on the official Twitch.tv slash PAX. Uh, Twitch channel, so it'll be officially screened on there. If you can't catch it in person or you aren't at PAX on Sunday, be sure to check it out there. Show us some support. It'll be a great time. That's going to be probably a pretty busy, if not packed, panel. Uh, so if you are interested in checking that out, I would maybe just keep an eye on uh, PAX. Usually is pretty good about. Um, I think it's PAX at PAX lines. There, there's a there's a line yeah. Twitter for PAX in particular that kind of. The panels that are in the rooms that stream in the main theater, which this would should be one of those panels that's on the list. Usually, they they're good about letting people know on Twitter, hey, this line is seventy five percent full or whatever, so that you know if you do want to check out the panel, you can get over there and get in line before it fills up. Because um, let me tell you, I try to be very good about planning what panels 
I feel like we, we both are pretty good about trying to plan the panels we want to see because sometimes you can kind of like ahead of time think this is probably going to be a packed panel. We got to go wait and be ready for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is one of those panels. I mean, I hope the Thursday panel is like that too, but I do think this Tetris panel because it's been promoted by PAX, it's in one of the bigger theaters and it's going to be streamed. Uh, I think it is going to be, you know, one of those panels that fills up pretty quickly. Um, so definitely come check it out if you are interested. Uh, yeah. This episode of the Pass Control Podcast also sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty, but more on that later. So normally, Mike, at this point, we, we talk about the things we've been playing. And mm-hmm. I have some things other than what I'm going to bring up right now that I have been playing. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I think there's been one game that you've been playing. Uh, I don't know if you've been playing anything else. Uh, let's see, let's see. Did I mention that I was playing Thumper? Uh, you mentioned that last week, yeah. Okay. Did you get jump back into it? Get any further? Uh, I think I might have played like one. I might be like, how is it broken up? Cause like I, I haven't played it. I haven't played. played it? No, it's it's like, it it's just been. It, it's a game that I want to play, and I just haven't played it yet. Okay. I, I don't understand how it's broken up. Like I don't think I beat a. I. You have it on Switch or Xbox or. Stadia. Oh, that's right. You mentioned Stadia. Yeah. Um, which by the way, I started playing Stadia. For realsies, sort of like last week, and then it was like two days ago. It's like, all right, your free trial or like your your three months is up. Here's ten dollars. What? Wait, well, not here's ten dollars. More like I'm taking ten dollars. But wait, isn't Stadia free? There is a free version, which, if I remember correctly, um, you still have to buy games for. And then there's the paid version, which. You still have to buy games for, but they also have a couple of games that you can get for free, and then you can also play things at 4K, if I remember. The Does distinction. the 4K streaming work? Have you tried it? I haven't tried it because I never bothered hooking up that Chromecast. Interesting. Is Thumper a free game? Thumper was a free game. That's the only reason why I started playing it. Thumper and Guilds. But now you have to pay for it. Yes. Are you going to continue to pay for Stadia? Well, they've already charged me the $10. So I'm Is it $10 a month? Yes. So we'll see what happens for the rest of this month, and then, you know... I got the Chromecast out of it. That's all I really care about. And yeah. the controller. The controller was, like, nice. Yeah. I can't remember if you brought the controller. I over. brought the controller. Okay. I did put it in my hands. It did feel nice. Yeah. What, what color was it? It was, like, a special color for like being a, a... Yeah, it was, like, like blue? A dark navy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, listen. I, I think that the idea of Stadia is the inevitable future of games, or at least a, a major part of the future of games. I just think that Stadia is... Stadia's nowhere near yeah. where it needs to be. Meanwhile, I'm also in the xCloud beta, and I kind of forgot about that, too. I have to try playing that. Motherfucker. I, I actually want to see, because xCloud supposedly works really well. Mm-hmm. So, fucking, you gotta, you gotta do that. It's on my phone somewhere. I just have to, you, basically, the only thing is that I have to pair my controller to the phone. Which shouldn't be hard to do at it all. It isn't hard to do. It's just, it's yeah. a pain. So I'm, I forget if I can then repair, if I have to, like, repair it to my Xbox when I'm, uh, okay. I think that was, like. It's not going to be that hard. Um, do you have one controller or two? For Xbox? Xbox? Uh, I think... Basically, you could probably pair your Stadia controller to it, too. I would imagine it would work with any Bluetooth controller. So, here is the thing. I don't... For instance, um, I don't think it does Bluetooth, the Stadia controller. I think the idea was it would connect to the Wi-Fi. Uh, Stadia, blah, blah, so blah, many blah. fucking hurdles. So, like, even now... So, here's the other thing. Shortly before my free trial ended, they started supporting phones outside of, like, the standard Google Pixel line. 
So my phone now supports it. I can play games on my phone with Stadia. Hmm. As far as I can tell, I cannot connect my controller to it. Like, I plugged my controller directly into USB-C. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, like, register that I had a controller paired to it. Or attached to it. Uh, I'm curious to see how xCloud works. Because it, it, from what I've heard, xCloud... Yeah. I mean, there's still issues. But xCloud's also in a private beta, a closed beta. Yeah. So, like, any issues that xCloud has... I personally like. I'm like, yeah, no problem. You you're allowed to have issues. You're you're a not paid for private beta. Yeah. Where Stadia, you're you're paying for stuff, so it's like, yeah. nah, come on now. So um, to answer your other question, how many controls do I have for my Xbox? I don't remember. Only in that you have what, more than one. You think? It's not that I have more than one. It's that whenever I have one, mm-hmm. it's simply because I didn't like something was wrong with the previous oh. one. So well, like, then just I, take the previous one and pair that. So, like, the previous one's probably still there, but I had issues with it. Yeah. So, like, I don't... I could try it. Yeah. I forget what my problems with the controller were. Anyways, a lot of, a lot of like, silly hassles there. But uh, the xCloud beta just recently opened up for iPhones, so oh. I'm on the wait list. Um, I'm just not... They only put a very small amount of people. Mm-hmm. They're going to continue to slowly open it, so yeah. hopefully I get an email soon, because I do want to check it out. The weird thing about xCloud, and I think I mentioned this a long time ago, is that I had signed up for it. I didn't hear anything back. I saw people like talking about like, oh, they got in. They've been playing it. I'm like, oh, I didn't get in. So like, I just went to my app store and I downloaded the xCloud anyway. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that, I got an email saying that I was in. Hmm. Weird. It might have been a coincidence, but it might have just been, I don't know, something else. Yeah, that's a little, a little odd. Um, so... One of the things, at least I, I see my PlayStation, which I've been using a lot more simply because Beat Saber, but also mm-hmm. now, so for games that I've been playing, um, which, I, again, I believe you've also been playing, is I think I mentioned last week that Todd started playing Persona 5, and I was mm-hmm. debating, do I want to dabble, do I get back in? Yeah. And I've pretty much dove headfirst, mm-hmm. and I'm back into Persona 5. Um I would love to try to finish it before Animal Crossing comes out. We'll see if that's actually uh, possible. But I know we had briefly said, like, oh, I said to you, you know, it'd be kind of cool if me, you, and Todd were all playing Persona and kind of playing through it and talking about it. I've seen you at least sign into it. Are you playing Persona 5 again? Yeah. Have you gotten any further or done anything? Yeah, I beat the third palace. Oh, nice. What are your – do you think you're in it now for the long haul? you think you'll probably push through? We'll see. Like, I don't remember why I stopped the last time. I know I know why I had difficulty getting back in, which was because I forgot what I was Where doing. Where you had to go, yeah. But I don't remember why I stopped. Mm. Are you enjoying it right now? Like, your time in there? I feel like this is a good... I feel like this is a mic game. Yeah, you keep saying that. I don't know if it's, like, a like a mic game, but, like, it's not bad. I mean, it's a... I'm not hating it. Yeah. Uh, Aside so... from legitimately forgetting what I was doing. I think what happened was I had an option to like fast travel directly to where I had to be next and yeah. I opted not to do it. So like, uh, when I started playing again, I couldn't remember where, where to go. Where it was supposed yeah. to take me. I don't know. I haven't talked to Todd in the last couple of days, so I don't know how far he is. I think he's still in the first palace towards the end of it. Hmm. Um but for me, I haven't played it a lot this week, but I've played it most of my gaming time this week has been Persona five. So I'm at the very end of the second palace and the game is just so fucking good. It's so good. I, uh, I'm like, I was hesitant. I've always been like apprehensive to continue to play it because 
there have been pockets of time where like heavy rumors were Persona 5 was coming to Switch. Mm-hmm. Like there was that whole period of time where there was like the P5S thing and everyone was like, it's Persona 5 Switch. It turned out to be Persona 5 Scramble. Which uh, was still on the Switch. It, true. Um, but I've since that point, which I think was a full year ago, if not longer, um, I've since then have been like, all right, Persona 5 is probably not coming to the Switch. Um, which I just kind of gave up on that idea. And when Todd started playing, I was like, fuck it. Like, it's not coming to the Switch. I'll jump back in, blah, blah, blah. And of course, over this week, there has been a resurgence of people saying that it will come to the Switch or it can still come to the Switch, mm-hmm. including someone that works at Atlas mm-hmm. saying basically, like, don't give up hope on this coming. Mm-hmm. Basically, keep telling Atlas you want it. Mm-hmm. So. Now I'm in this fucking predicament because I'm enjoying it and I want I actually want to play it and play through it and finish it. But now I'm like, is am I gonna get fucking halfway through this game and they're gonna be like, hey, guess what? Persona 5 Switch coming in fucking July. And I'm gonna be like, are you kidding me? Because I I would much rather play it on my Switch because I could just play it more. Um basically what I've been doing all week is I haven't actually been playing it on my PS4. I've been playing it on my Vita, just on my live in my living room. Because yeah. remote play still doesn't fucking work from my living room to my bedroom because remote play is garbage. Um, I am curious. I want you to, at some point, have you tried out remote play? I want to see what your range is like. Once a long, like probably shortly after I got my PlayStation, I think I did it once as like a joke. Like I did Fortnite on my Vita. I did remote play. And I think I... Wait, is Fortnite itself not on Vita? I never looked. It's gotta be. It's on it, fucking everything. It's on everything. Um, maybe, I, may, I guess I, maybe not Vita. I, Vita, I guess, would make sense for time, it not to be there. At the time, I think I only did it. Is it I, on Stadia? No. I think. <laughs> Keep going. I think at the time, I only did it as a joke because I knew it was not on state. It was not on Vita. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was like, hey, look, guys, I'm playing Fortnite over here. Yeah. Um, I, I tried looking up if there were solutions. And from what I was reading, like, it sounds like. There are people that play their Vita remote play, like, in a hotel on vacation. Like, they get it to work. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, the website says, you know, it's recommended that you're on the same Wi-Fi as your PlayStation 4. So, I don't think it has to do with range to the PlayStation 4 itself. Clearly not if people are making it work in fucking different states than their fucking PS4. Right. But... Any other thing connected to the internet works fine back here in the office and back in the bedroom. Like, I on my Switch every fucking night on my phone. Like, all this stuff is connected to the Wi-Fi. Works fine. No hiccups. I play Fortnite back here. I mean, back here on the Xbox, I play everything. But in the next room over where it's not working, I'll play Fortnite on my Switch, Smash. Like, all these things connected to the internet, no issues. So I don't know if it's just the Vita itself has, like, a bad... Like, it doesn't have, like a good Wi-Fi receiver in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I was reading, I guess it, that, that actually might be the case. Is my Vita not in here? It's not in here. Uh, it could just be my version of the Vita. I don't know if the, the newer, the more updated one has a different thing, but I guess it doesn't work with like f- uh, 5G routers. That's possible. It, it doesn't, according to what I was reading on Reddit. Okay. Um, so like it connects to like my router, but it works, but it it bands. won't. Yeah, it won't go higher than two point four. Um, so I don't know if that's part of it, 
why it doesn't work that far, but it, like my apartment's well, not that point, big. Two point four should have a longer range than five gigahertz. So yeah, I I don't know. Regardless, can't get it to. Once I start walking into like the hallway, it like it starts getting real choppy, mm. and then once I go into the bedroom, it just cuts out. And it's like, well, it's connection to your PlayStation Four. Um, so I've been playing just on the couch, trying to watch TV, throwing headphones, bang a bang, uh, enjoying myself, having a good time. Persona is not a terrible game to play on the Vita because, like, even sitting in my living room, it'll like chop sometimes. Like, it'll, like yeah. it's running over the internet, so it'll just sometimes just kind of like get a little whatever. Um, so it's like I'm not playing like a twitchy game, like I'm not playing like an action game or something or a shooting game, so it's fine because it's just Persona. Yeah. Um, but it's at least giving me more time to play it because I don't want to monopolize the TV to play Persona. Jen also can't fucking stand Persona, so. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, so yeah, so there's that whole thing. But mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it. So I, I'm rolling the dice. I'm just gonna keep playing it and see what happens. The only thing that I will be fine with is if they actually do announce Persona Five for the Switch and it's the Royal Edition. Mm-hmm. Then I'll be like, all right, cool. I'll just buy the Royal Edition and play that. Play that too. Um, you know, you wouldn't have this issue if you just start playing it to begin with, and then by this time it would have been like, oh, I already beat the game, but I can play it again. Yeah, I know, but. It, it, the 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 major problem is that it's just I don't play my PlayStation a lot. I don't turn it on. If I moved it back here into the office, I would probably play it more. But I just I don't. But I'm on it. So I'm on it every day now because of Beat Saber. So I'm I'm like oh maybe I'll hop on some fucking Persona real quick. Um, but that being said, I've been playing other games, uh, and they've been on my Vita. Mm-hmm. I'm like on a Vita kick right now. Um, as you can see, I brought in my collection of Vita games because we got all these pretty much when Toys R Us was like closing. Yeah, I think I do have Marvel vs. Capcom on my Vita. I'm pretty sure that I bought all of these for like five bucks each, maybe or something like that. Because yeah. there was a point in time where Toys R Us were like going out of business, so they were clearancing on everything. And I'm, so I got Marvel vs. Capcom three, Tear Away, Resistance, Burning Skies, Jack and Daxter collection. PlayStation All-Stars, Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified. All of these are closed, except for Tearaway, because uh, I was playing that, and Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time, and Gravity Rush, which were both in the other room, because I started those the other night. Because, Mike, I fucking finished Tearaway. Mm. And so here, here's like a brief... Here's a brief history with Vita for me, and this is brief because I'm not going to go into too much detail, but also brief because there wasn't a lot of history with it. I bought my vita when it was like they were switching to like the new versions Did we already talked about this on the podcast because last time i said something i think you had your vita out and then you were talking about how you couldn't find the charger i get you okay so then i'll just skip the whole thing basically i checked the last time i played my vita was when i bought it and it was tearaway in hotline miami and that was in like 2014 or something so i haven't played that since then tearaway didn't hook me at first back then but some people like uh, Seth Scott, he's the he's uh, at Perfect Hat Games. He's the developer behind Membrane, uh, friend of the show. Shout out to him. Play Membrane if you haven't. Buy it on Switch. It's a great game. Fantastic physics-based platform or puzzle platform. It's so good. It's so good. It's good. Go buy Membrane. Uh, it goes on sale a lot, but it's like 10 bucks without the sale. Just buy it. It's a great game. Uh, anyways, I'll put my stamp on it. Tearaway didn't grab me at first. Because it has a lot of, like, the gimmicky controls of a Vita. Like, it has the back touchpad and, like, mm. all this stuff. And I just, like, whatever. I like the art style, but other than that, it's kind of whatever. But I just played through it this week. I, I beat it. It's probably, like, 10-hour experience unless you want to, like, find all the hidden stuff or whatever. Um, 
but it grew on me. I, there were still some of the things that kind of felt too gimmicky to me, but it works for the game. It just was too much at times for me. At least I was kind of over it because I hate that fucking back touch screen. It's like, it just doesn't work right for my hands. I don't, I don't know why. But Terraway's fantastic. I, I enjoyed it. If you like, it's not super challenging, but if you want like a really interesting world that's like made out of paper crafts, like if that style is something you want to experience, I like highly recommend it. It was it was a fun experience. It wasn't a challenging, too challenging. It was, you know, it was just a good ride. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I definitely, I see why people love it. I still probably wouldn't put it as like this, you know, monumental game for me personally, but I did like it and uh, it's not bad. So after that, I was like, oh, maybe I'll crack open another Vita game and take a crack at trying to get some of these Vita games done for some reason. Mm-hmm. So I started Sly Cooper at these in time. And let me tell you, just like Tearaway, it's not grabbing me off the bat. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is I keep laughing at like the cutscenes and the dialogue, but not with the game at the game because it's just making me think of the Rick and Morty sketch. It's like, fuck it, I'm in. Because it's just, it's like a, you're a, you're a thief. A yeah, it's a heist. Uh, so it's not bad, but I have heard a lot of people like rave about the Sly Cooper series for a long time. So maybe it just could be a lot of built up in my head. I'm going to play it some more and give it some more uh, time and see if it grows on me a little bit more. It's not bad. It's just, I don't know. It's also a PS3 game. So it's like it's older. You know, I don't have a nostalgia for it. So, you know, there's a lot of things in that in that uh, boat that I'm kind of, you know, working against it, I guess, for me. And then I also started playing Gravity Rush. I was like, let me switch and try Gravity Rush. Maybe that'll be more my speed. And I am enjoying that a lot. Um, That one I may continue to play first before Sly and try to bang that out. So that's what I've been playing. Mike, before we get into really the meaty topic of today, mm-hmm. uh, this episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, you can make sure to head on down to Higginson's, I'm sorry, Higginson Square is the old spot. You can go to One Washington Square or the Carriage House, which is right across from the Salem Commons or the Witch Dungeon Museum. And you can, not the Dungeon Museum. It's just the Witch Museum. The Dungeon Museum is over on a different street. Never mind. We got a Dungeon Museum. Yeah, we went into it. La- I mean, I've been in it a lot more, more than one time, not a lot. But the Dungeon Museum is the one. Uh, one other people were with us, but me, you, and Dom went, and you go underground. Oh, okay. That's the Dungeon Museum. Uh, the the other one near Goodnight Fatty is just the Witch Museum, um, which I haven't been in that in a long time. I've been in that since I was younger. Um. Anyways, Goodnight Fatty. They're located over there on One Washington Square. You can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on what these delicious scrumdoodlyumptious treats are. Um, every weekend, they have a rotating set of three cookies that are always delicious, except for when they have coconut because Mike hates coconut. What else do you not like in your fatties? Coconut peanuts? Nuts in general. Nuts in general. Those are like the two big things. And mint, I guess? Yeah, but I just don't like mint chocolate. I, I don't know how they could incorporate mint into cookie without it being like a mint chocolate i think they've done like other things but But would you want a cookie with mint in it i don't know i i I tend to stay away from mint in my sweets mint and peanuts really for the most part as well but actually more just peanut butter i like i don't i don't prefer nuts in my cookies but like i can eat them but peanut butter in my cookies Mm -hmm. not like not like my jam uh but anyways 
the cookies are always delicious. Even, you know, yeah, they might have flavors or, or ingredients you don't like certain weekends, but they're usually the three cookies are diverse enough where if there is one that you aren't a big fan of, you find something there that you do like. They have some delicious coffee. And on the mornings during the weekend, you can get yourself a chubby, which is uh, either a sweet or spicy. Not sweet, I guess. Savory? Savory is what I heard. They have a savory or spicy option, which are basically these little bread pockets full of uh, eggs and some other ingredients. Super delicious. I highly recommend those. Or if you want something a little bit sweet, they do have cinnamon rolls on the weekends as well. And that's good morning fatty you can definitely definitely check them out let them know past the controller sent you and you know support a local business or if you don't feel like leaving your house they do delivery now you can get fatties hot off the fucking oven delivered to your house you don't have to leave the fucking house you can just have them delivered to you it's good times it's great times i will tell you right now good night fatty is fucking good g-o-o-d mike even though I personally haven't had a cookie in a while because I'm just eating clean. Did you go last weekend? No. What <coughs> happened to me last weekend? Well, we recorded late Friday. You didn't go Saturday? No. What happened to me Saturday? I don't know. I'm not your keeper. Did I do something? I, I still, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, well. Anyways. Mike. The big thing about this week mm-hmm. is... We finally got a Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. Just, it wasn't what everyone wanted. There was a lot of people that wanted it. Not everyone wanted it. And that was an Animal Crossing Direct. Mm-hmm. How happy were you that that came out? I was jazzed. You want to know why I was jazzed? Why? Because it made Todd happy. That's true. It did make Todd happy. It made me happy too, Mike. I don't give a shit about you. Damn it. Um, so we got a big, like, 25-ish minute Animal Crossing Direct this past week on Thursday morning. And let me tell you, it, I, like, I was already super excited for this game. This is already a day one buy. I mean, I literally bought it like two years ago because my GCU was expiring. And I was like, well, I'm definitely buying Animal Crossing. So let me buy this. I bought a bunch of games in advance. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so I was, this was already a game. I was like down to clown. I'm ready to do this. I can't wait. Animal Crossing is my jam. Love Animal Crossing. I have every Animal Crossing game, uh, including Amiibo Festival, because, you know, yeah, of course. I also have, uh, which is sitting right here, uh, Happy Home Designer, Mike. I have all the Animal Crossing games. Uh, the only one I don't physically own anymore is my GameCube game. I don't know where it is. Um, but I do have, I have enjoyed Animal Crossing all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm a true Animal Crossing fan. So I was excited for this game, couldn't wait. But everything that they showed off in this direct, Mike, like, they took Animal Crossing and they fucking blew it out of the water. There's so much customization. There's so many new things you can do. The world looks gorgeous. And, like, I can't, like, I, I want to play it so bad that I debated busting out my 3DS and playing New Leaf. Like, just to get kind of fucking, like, just get that fix. Because I, I, I just really like being in debt to fucking Tom Nook, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but fuck, it's gonna be so good. Before we get into the nitty gritty of the direct itself, you're not an Animal Crossing guy. You've never really played Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Is this a game that will change your mind? Do you think? Well, probably not. What would, or I guess, what, what, like, do you know Animal Crossing? Like, do you know the game? Or, uh, my gather there are animals. There are animals. 
um and there's a some sort of some sort of currency based off of bells 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 are the currency bells the currency and you can have a house and isabel is there Isabel's in the in New Leaf, which is the last game. She's also in Am- Amiibo Festival, and she's also thankfully returns in New Horizons. Uh, and there is some sort of mole character that doesn't want you to turn off your game. Rossetti. So, by the way, Rossetti may not be in this game. We don't know yet. I think he will be there, just not in his typical role. Rossetti's thing was always it's like Animal Crossing functions around like. He, actual time so it's like if you you know like it's it it works on a real clock like it's a you know when it's nighttime where you are it's nighttime in the game and mm-hmm. when it's daytime it's daytime so it's like an actual like day night cycle based on actual time movement so if you don't in the older games if you didn't save your game Rossetti, when you like came back into the game would be fucking pissed and fucking yell at you about it and be like you gotta fucking save the game what the fuck are you doing uh anyways um i can't remember because i didn't really do this there there was like you could obviously go into the internals of your system and change the time and people would do that to like kind of cheat the game a little bit i never really did that stuff because i don't that's not what i want to do i want to just enjoy my little town and have a good time i don't know if rossetti would pop up in those scenarios and like catch you and yell at you um but I think there's a I, I think in New Horizons you're there the game is developed in a way where you cannot do that. It doesn't let you do that. They they block it somehow. Anyways. Um so that's all, basically all you know about Animal Crossing? Yeah yeah. Okay. So I feel like everyone's gonna get this game, Mike. You should probably get it. Yeah, so I knew what would end up happening is that the direct would come out that I would A, not watch it, and then B, you would tell me about the Direct and then also say, you should get this game. And I, you know, I came to terms with all that occurring, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to write it out. The game's going to come out. You guys are going to play. I'm going to continue to maybe play Persona if I'm still doing that at the time, or not do anything at all. Okay. Now, before we get into the Direct, then, Mike, let me see if I can, let me see if I can change your mind here. So part of what makes Animal Crossing so great mm-hmm. is that you get to have like your village, your town in this in this new game, your island. Yeah. And on that island, you kind of control who lives there. Like you control the inhabitants. And that's part of the love of this game is that there's so many cool characters that like you kind of want to like have a dope little fucking village or again in this case an island mm-hmm. where it's like all your fucking peeps and you get to hang out with them. So one of the things that they announced in the direct, which I'm super excited about, is that Amiibo, Animal Crossing Amiibo and Animal Crossing Amiibo cards both work in the game, and it seems as though it allows you to basically, if you own the Amiibo or the card, summon these people to your island, and then you can convince them to fucking live there. So I have busted out. I had to dig for this because I didn't know where I put it. I had it in the storage. And... I was like, oh, let me see who I got. Let me see what I got going on here. See who I can get up, get on my island early off the bat. Mike, you're telling me that you don't want Kid Cat coming over to your fucking place chilling? I mean, he seems like a nice guy. Like, I'm probably, at least for the start, going to, like, roll cats only. Like, I'm going to have the dopest cat island. Um, I mean, 
I got Kid Cat here. I mean, I don't know if anyone else on these pages, you know, if anyone else jumps out at you, you know, feel free to we'll, we'll stop. You're a fan of Drake with a sweater. All right. I mean, it's Drizzy, Drizzy Drake Drizzy, over here. Drizzy, Drizzy Rogers, um, we got, let's see, we got some more people over here. I mean, obviously, fucking DJ KK. Yeah. Which, whenever he, so they purposely in the direct, they use this card and, and then it goes, they said, oh, not everyone will be available right away. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, DJ KK can't come to your island yet. So yeah. I got that when it happens Mm -hmm. but obviously my boy bob the cat over here like bob doesn't fuck around like bob looks like he's not around children not allowed around children which is fine but bob definitely coming to my island Mm -hmm. i don't know anyone else on this page ozzy's looking way too happy tiffany's a bad bitch yeah exactly that's like the rouge the bat of animal crossing Mm -hmm. uh this looks like joe the camel's like very out of out of depth like cousin or something sahara he's like oh what am i doing so i don't know how they're gonna work with certain characters so like sahara in previous games was like a character that would show up specific times to like sell you specific like wallpapers and rugs and stuff joan is the turnip turnip lady so like i I don't know how these types of cards will function obviously dj kk you know what kk's deal is um hopping over here Kiki. kiki definitely kiki the cat coming onto my island GG, also a bad bitch. So Mike's, Mike, see, you can get an island, Mike, of just bad bitches, Mike. I'm not saying I want a bad bitch. I'm just saying it looks like a bad bitch. Uh, I mean, Cole, with his little buck teeth, the bunny, he's not, he's not bad here. Mm. This, the character's so great in Animal Crossing. That's Goose. Big Goose. Big Goose. Well, definitely a chicken, though. <laughs> I don't know why Goose's name, why he, this chicken's named Goose. I am a fan of Samson. He looks cool. I like Samson. But again, I'm rolling cats only, at least for a portion of my time. Samson's not going to have a good time if you if he comes to your cat. Oh, that's, that's actually very true. Samson, I'm sorry. I will not do that to you. Um, but I mean, Frobert's not terrible. It's a good name. Like, I fucks with Frobert. Um, Jitters also, you know, he looks like he's fucking coked up. <laughs> yeah, Jitters is fucking coked up. Meanwhile, <laughs> slow motherfucker. Elmer. Elmer. Elmer looks like a dullard. <laughs> Um, Lolly, another cat hanging out on my island. Uh, I think Katrina is also typically like a special character that comes by once in a while. Um, I don't know what Gruff's problem is, but I don't care for it. Yeah, Gruff's not fucking around. Olaf, he's up to some shit. He's up to some shenanigans. Olaf looks angry. Yeah, he's up to some shenanigans. I'm not fucking with fucking shenanigan boy over there. Uh, Red's another like limited character. So is Cap'n. So those will probably just interact with the game regardless. Uh, oh, she's flaunting. She's flaunting it. She's, she's leading the P temperate. Uh, Apple, I fucks with Apple a little bit. Um, and then flip over here. My guy Stitches, not a cat, but he's fucking pretty funky. So we might get make the cut. But Rosie hopping over, we can go fishing together. It's a great time. It's a good times, Mike. Static. It looks like a menace. Like a, you could, Mike, you could have some dope characters, but this is like a good set here. Kid Cat, though. Kid Cat's my guy. Mm-hmm. I fucks with Kid Cat, Mike. So I'm not going to get in the way of you getting your guy. Huh? So I'm not going get to get in the way of you getting your guy. No. So, also, I mean, my boy Rover up there. I got oh. the physical amiibo. So, I got, I already got stacked cats. Like, I'm good to go. Like, I'm, I'll have some, some, some felines chilling at my, at my place, Mike. Um... But to get into the nitty-gritty of the Direct itself, I got some little, little pointers here. 
about uh ba -ba -ba. so basically off the bat like the game allows you to kind of pick your light kind of your layout of the island in advance like it gives you some options which i don't really remember them doing that in previous games you kind of just when you started the game it randomly generated you a thing and that's what you rolled with mm -hmm. um where this it gives you some more options at the beginning and they showed off the first time ever later in the game you actually get the the ability you get permits to uh terraform your island so you can actually like you know make ramps or dig out cliffs and build stairs or build waterfall like you can do all these things that you previously could never do in animal crossing you couldn't like alter the the landscape in that type of way you can build out and make rivers like build make them into lakes instead of rivers like you can do all this stuff uh, i'm assuming that would be a little bit later in the game you probably won't get those abilities super quick mm -hmm. um i don't think they mentioned like how soon you get those permits but that's like a big deal because like a big part of the game of animal crossing is you get to customize so much and the customization in this game in particular is so deep like i'm I'm so happy that they, like, obviously I'm not happy because I wanted the game as soon as possible, but I'm so happy that they did push the game back because I, it really looks like they truly made an amazing game off the bat here. So I, you know, that extra time, because it was supposed to initially come out last year. Uh, so that extra time, you know, helped them continue to make this really amazing game. Um, you get to, so you do in previous games have like a say in who moves to your town. Like, you can kind of coax other villagers that show up to, like, stay or, you know, kind of force other ones to leave because you only have a certain amount that can actually live in your town. Um, so you have that ability in previous games. But in this game, not only do you still have that, but you also have the ability to, like, pick where they're going to live, like, the plot of land that they occupy. So you, like, really do have almost full control over, like, the geography of your island and where everything goes. And, you know, the roads you're going to build and all these things. Oh, Mike, it's, I can't wait. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to spend so much time just picking weeds, chopping down trees, looking for fucking gyromites, looking for, going to other islands and stealing their fruit. Because one of the things is, so every, every starting place in Animal Crossing, you get like that island will help, you know, towns before islands now. I'm just going to say islands from now on, but you know, same thing with previous games you your home place has its native fruit so like the trees that grow fruit there you know if your place you start has apples okay it grows apples and it doesn't grow any other fruit but other people have different fruit so like going online and going to other people's villages or islands and then in this game it looks like there's the ability to go to other islands just like random other islands and search for things if you take those fruits back and plant them you can grow trees to grow other fruit. Mm -hmm. And usually the other fruit are like worth more money in your island if you sell them because they're not the native fruit. Um, and again, the, the whole the whole fucking game like is is like capitalism. Like Tom Nook is the I, I don't I don't know what he is. He's he's an overlord. He's a slumlord. I don't know what he is. He he, he controls fucking everything, though, and you pay him for all of it all of it like the whole the whole game like 
you're doing all these customization things. You're having fun. You're you're decorating your home. You're looking for all these things, bugs, fish, all this cool, fun little things. But really, at the fucking core of the game, the thing that you're actually doing is paying your debt to Tom Nook. Because the whole goal, like the actual goal, I guess, there's no end to the game. But like the thing that's always going on in the background is you have a debt to Tom Nook. You have to do things to make more bells to then pay off your loans. And once you do pay off a loan, Tom Nook, that fucking sly motherfucker, oh, your house is really nice. We could expand it if you want. You want a second floor? You want a new room? You want this? You want that? Okay, yeah, another fucking 80,000 bell loan. Sure, why not? And you're just always in debt with Tom Nook. Like, you, it never ends. You're just in debt with Tom Nook forever. Um, but that's just the beauty of the game. You know, it's capitalism at its finest. Mm. We all, we all owe Tom Nook everything. Doesn't that sound fun to you? Like, don't you want to be in debt in game? Because we're all in debt in real life. Mm-hmm. Don't you want to like, you know, go fish, catch a red snapper, and then go sell it to the person at the store, and then take those bells and be like, oh, you know, I could, uh, I guess, pay off my debt to Tom Nook, and then get into a bigger one with him. I feel like I already pay raccoons money. What raccoons do you pay? Just in life. Okay, fair enough. Fair Just enough. In life, I, I play video games to get away from my. My terrible time having to pay raccoons. Um, some of the other cool things that the direct showed off that are like new to Animal Crossing, there's there's like an in-game kind of achievement system, but it, the way it works is it, it's they're called Nook Miles because of course Tom Nook. Yeah. Uh, he also gives you uh his his proprietary Nook phone, so you have like your own phone that's a Nook phone that has all these apps mm. that are Nook apps. Because again, Tom Nook just fucking owns you. You you are just in debt to Tom Nook. So like Tom Nook is a very savvy businessman. He is savvy extre- businessman. extremely savvy, Mike. Extremely savvy. Uh, the the thing with Tom Nook. So it, this is the the question I wanted to pose to you. We got a million Fire Emblem characters in Smash. Mm-hmm. Would you want Tom Nook in Smash? Tom Nook, based off of what I know, is he an assist trophy? He is, isn't he? I know Rossetti was at some point. I don't know if Tom Nook is now. If he's not, I think his kids are. Is there not an assist trophy that oh, builds yeah, a house no, around I you? Think or is that is. just part of Isabel's final smash? Oh, that might be part of Isabel's final smash. So then maybe right. that's okay then. Isabel and... And Villager? And Villager. Is, are, is their final smash a house gets built around you? And then it blows, blows up, up or whatever? I'm pretty sure Timmy and Tommy there, which are his kids or his nephews or something, I don't know if Tom Nook's actually in the Final Smash or not. He probably is, but uh, that's fine. Do we? Would you want Tom Nook in Smash? Uh, I feel like Tom Nook would be like the Ronald McDonald of Rivals of Ether. Is that the game? Where like he's just super broken and he shouldn't be there. Yes, I I like I wouldn't hate if they added Tom Nook, and they're they're like going. Like, Nintendo is marketing this game right, and they're, like, going full Tom Nook with it. Like, the Animal Crossing Twitter is now Tom Nook. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're, they're, they know what they got, and they're fucking running with it. So I could see them adding Tom Nook to Smash, and I, I wouldn't be mad about it. Like, it's not the character I want, but, like, fuck it. Fuck it. Give me, give me that raccoon, baby. Um, but they, they've, they've just made so much of this game so much better. Like, decorating your home, you can, you can do it, you know, 
different than you you can do it how you've done it in previous games which is like your actual character moving around and like pulling furniture and twisting it and moving it but they've also added the ability to just pretty much just overhead view move things around however you want you know bing bang boom mm-hmm. so they've added a lot of good quality of life stuff they've just added the ability to do so much more and customize so many things i can't fucking wait mike the museum's back the museum looks fucking gorgeous so mm-hmm. so basically the museum mike you can catch fish you can catch bugs. You can find fossils. You can take those things that you catch or find with the fossils and go bring them to the museum and then they'll be on display. So like you also so like you can do these things and then sell them to get bells, pay off your debt. But you also like, fuck, I kinda wanna like have a complete museum too. So like you wanna find everything. So it's just there's so much to do. It's so much fun. Fuck, I love Animal Crossing. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Joe's buying it. Which is kind of crazy to me. Um, someone I saw someone I think it was someone from Polygon tweeted. Uh, they tweeted like, uh, Tom Nook is Tom Nook is the only billionaire that people like, or something like that. The only likable billionaire, and uh, I think the That's best, fair. probably the best tweet I've ever done. I just I I I tweeted them back, and I just wrote, uh, billionaire asterisk. Wow. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. I I wish I used billionaire and not like my own tweet somewhere. But I'll I'll take that one. It's pretty good. Right. I'm proud of myself. Yeah, no, I, you told me. Um, but the tweet was spot on. I mean, mm-hmm. he he's probably the only like like again. I love Tom Nook, but that motherfucker has everyone's money. Mm-hmm. He's got everyone's fucking money, Mike. I, I watch the direct because if if the direct the direct does a really good job of explaining what Animal Crossing is and what this game does differently. If the if the direct seems interesting to you then buy the game if it doesn't seem interesting to you then don't buy the game because it does a very good job of like this is what animal crossing is um it's a a really well done direct animal crossing fans are should be and are very excited at least from i see i don't really see anyone complaining about the direct other than people complaining of like oh i i wanted a regular nintendo direct not an animal crossing one it's really the only only complaints that i've seen um the other one of the, and then we'll wrap this up one of the other things that they showed off which makes me very happy especially in a game where it's like heavily customization to the point where you can customize literally the fucking ground in your island um when you have people come to your like friends like if todd comes to my island they aren't allowed to use their axe or their shovel so they can't chop down trees and they can't like fucking start digging holes and like changing things around Unless I mark them as a best friend, and best friends are allowed to do that. Everyone's in a fucking probationary period on my island. Until you fucking prove to me that you're not going to just come in and fuck shit up, you're not getting access. Because Todd would definitely like come in and start chopping shit down. Like, Todd, what are you fucking doing? That was, like a, that was a fucking pear tree. I don't have pears here. Now I don't have pears. What are you doing? I can't be having that shit. Mm-hmm. Can't be fucking around that way, Mike. Um... Did any of that sell you on Animal Crossing or no? Uh, not especially. I mean, okay. great. You want to be some sort of weird dictator thing where, like, I only have cats in my town. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Run these rats and turtles <laughs> out of my town. Listen, listen. Uh, I'm sorry, island. Island, exactly, exactly. Run these, run these goddamn turtles. <laughs> these turtles with their shells. Mike, Do I... You smell turtles? <laughs> turtles smell awful. I don't want them in my town. <laughs> so not only that, I'm also vetting all of my friends. You're before. vetting all your friends, like, 
they come. Before they come. Oh, what do you think you're doing here? This is a, this is a very much a no pickaxe, no shovel island. And but they're like, but you have a shovel. It's like because I'm a good guy, and the only the only thing that can stop a bad guy with the pickaxe and the shovel is a good guy, and I'm the good guy with the pickaxe and the shovel. Fair enough. Listen, like I'm not against the other animals. I just for at least a period of time want to have only cats. Like cats deserve love. Cats deserve that, Mike. For a Mike. period of time, and then several years later, he's <laughs> ho- waving his big catopia flag and. <laughs> Fucking, you know, Fidel Castro over here. Oh, shit. All right. So I'm in my character, Animal Crossing. That's fine. Uh, I always name my island, or I guess town, I always name my town Hyrule. Mm-hmm. Is this the first year I, is this the first game I don't do that? I don't know. Do you have a cat pun off the top of your head? Not really, no. All right. Mad- Madagascar? Well, obviously, you've got time to workshop this. Okay, yeah, we get until March 20th. We've got a few weeks. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, here's the reality of it. Right now, I'm saying I want all cats, but, like, there's going to be new characters. There's going to be characters I, I'm not familiar with. There's going to be people that I'm like, oh, shit, like, this fucking, this panther dude who's, like, kind of a cat? He's kind of cool. He can stay. Mm-hmm. I didn't... I, I actually didn't mean to do that, but I guess Panther's also a cat. So, yeah. you know, the, branch out of the feline. The, the, they'll they'll be other animals where I'll be like, well, he has to stay. Like he can't leave. You know what I mean? So, I'll, what will end up happening is I'll just narrow it down to the cool cats. Like Kid Cat, he's in fucking ground floor. You're there, Kid Cat. Uh, Bob, he's he's got to be there. He's got to be there. I wish I knew more cat names off the top of my head because I would just Kid- name enough cats to vlog off the island. Kid Cat is clearly like your number two for this whole little dictatorship you're running here. <laughs> Listen, Mike. Like, there'll be posters up everywhere of Kid Cat, and he's just like, meow. <laughs> I don't know, whatever he is, he does. Uh, well, that's the other thing is like, all the villagers, Mike, at least in previous games, they like, they call you by nicknames. And it's like, they always come up with a nickname. It's like, hey, do you mind if I call you fucking Shizawaz? And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. You can call me Shizawaz. I don't know. Yeah, and then Chizawaza again will be on the posters. And, you know, you have the people out there farming and taking down your mangoes so then you can sell them for bells. And obviously, again, even in this this terrible regime that you've got going on, <laughs> the one really pulling the strings is Tom Nook. We've established that. Oh, yeah, no. T- like, he's the billionaire funding these wars. Billionaire. <laughs> and he's getting his cut, too. So like, 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 think about this, Mike. There's going to be millions of people with their own islands. Mm-hmm. All of them paying Tom Nook? Yeah. All of them. Yeah, it's not like they're different Tom Nooks. These are all the same Tom Nooks. Oh, it's, it is Thomas it's, J. Nook. It's going right into his little his bank account. He's, he's got his own militia. You, yeah. You guys, are, you guys are playing like... Yeah, and it's, and it's fucking... You guys are playing baby boys. It's, boy it's boy. Timmy and Tommy. <laughs> yeah, you guys are playing... This, they're his kid cat. Yeah. You guys are, you know, nothing compared to him. When he, if he ever felt like just... He's he's got the football. If he wants to press the button, mm-hmm. he'll wipe you guys out. I mean, I already know I'm like sort of lying about having cats only, by the way, because like my guy, I forget his name. He's like a bald eagle. He's the man. He's like very stern. Like I need someone like that on the island to like also mm-hmm. fucking be like, whoa, 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 stop having fun. I I, I need so that. I need that he's balance. The guy that you like show up like, no, 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 I'm not racing against the animals. Look at my best friend over here is a bald eagle. No, 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 I love, I love all animals equally. I just happen to have a lot of cats, but look, my friend over here is a 
bald eagle. Mike, I also gave the pass the stitches. Yeah. He's not a cat. Stitches is like your whooping boy. He's, he's dead. <laughs> he, he's the slave on this this terrible island. I mean, I also don't hate Barreled. <laughs> oh, so a slave. So the bears are slaves is what you're talking about. Well, yeah, you're saying these things, not me. I don't know what you're talking I'm about. I'm reading between the lines. No. I said Frobert was dope, too. I'd get Frobert in there. Things don't look good for Robert. Maybe, maybe I'll make an island that just has... I mean, and obviously fucking KK is going to be there putting it down. Like, yeah. Like, expect to never see me on a Saturday night again. Because <laughs> Saturday nights, it's fucking me and my cool cats hanging at the KK concert. Mm-hmm. Fucking jamming. Like, th- that's, that's the reality. Well, you've got your, your bears fucking harvesting fruits. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Why are you making this a weird thing? shots fired anyways ladies and gentlemen this has been episode 184 of the past controller podcast as always you can find all of our content at pastcontroller.io on twitter and on instagram at pastcontroller and on twitch at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller if you're a friend of the show you're a fan of the show you want to help support the show the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is to share the podcast on social media tell a friend about the podcast and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It's really beneficial. We really appreciate it. We got uh, we got one recently, a new one that was a, a fantastic review. We really appreciate it. Um, if you have a, a few moments, please, please, please leave us a review on, on Apple Podcasts. Even if you don't listen to us there, if you have access to Apple Podcasts, just hop in there, leave us a quick review. It's very, very beneficial, and we really do appreciate that. Um, if you do have a few bucks kicking around, you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash pass the controller and becoming a patron, or going to passthecontroller.threadless.com, buying yourself a shirt, sweatshirt, some sort of swag, showing your support in real life while kicking us a few bucks on the on the back end there. As always, you can find me at Groom, and you can find this guy at underscore Mycopath. And again, if you're going to be at PAX East next week, PAX East 2020, please, 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 if you're there Thursday night, come to our panel in the Arachnid Theater at 730. The top 10 video games we'd love to see as movies. It's going to have uh, audience interaction, so if you want to pitch us a movie, you can come make your case to the panel. Myself, Dom, Todd, Lily Zaldivar from Viz Media, Grayson Morales from Twinfinite, and Cameron Hawkins from Shockers. It's going to be a great time. Come hang out with us, and if you're there on Sunday, come see me as a guest panelist on the 30, Celebrating 35 Years of Tetris panel uh, at 2 p.m. in the Albatross Theater, and it's going to be a great, great time. Again, we love you. Thank you so much for all the support over these years, and enjoy. Thank you for listening to episode 184. And if you're at PAX East next week and you see us, say hello. 